Good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And how you doing on this Thursday? What is the date? The 5th of March. And March Madness. Man, you got that right. The stock market, you just don't know what's going to happen from day to day. Uh, the fourth day this week, we've had the Dow up or down. At least 800 points every single day this week. Right now, it's only down 600. Yesterday, it was up 1,100. The day before that, it was down 800. The day before that, it was up uh, almost 1,300. Uh, as though everybody, well, yesterday's rally was the uh, Joe Biden rally. Uh, you know, the Bernie Sanders is. Uh, not going to get the nomination. Bloomberg dropped out. Today, Elizabeth Warren has dropped out. I haven't seen that she's actually endorsed Bernie. So uh, we'll wait and see. I, I'm sure she will. Maybe she won't. I don't know. But she has now made it official. Uh, so it's going to be Biden and Bernie battling it out to who, to who faces uh, the president. We've got some economic data out. I'll just tell you right now, wasn't great. Wasn't great. Uh, shouldn't be surprised. Uh, it's all about... Uh, coronaviruses, repo markets, and are the layoffs coming? More offices being closed. I'll bring you up to date on that. Excuse me, I had a cough there. Uh, Seattle uh, turning into a ghost town. uh, And and three new states. And actually, I'm going to tell you that I know for a fact we've got three new states uh, with coronavirus, uh, two of them are heavily tourist locations. Nevada, which we did not want to see. That's not good news. Uh, and, and Tennessee, obviously Nashville uh, as well. New Jersey, uh, I, I heard that Rhode Island is also has a case. I also uh, heard that Colorado... May, they don't know, they're not saying it yet, but they have a federal employee uh, that's under quarantine, but we'll see, we'll have to wait and see. But either way, uh, the numbers keep keep rising, but I'll, I'll get to that in the next segment. Last night, my wife and I, she uh, she had to go to the store, so we went to Walmart, and and we were just doing a check, if you will. We, you know, she had to get some things for my son, but we wanted, I wanted to check some, some things. If you haven't prepared, and I know prepping, you know, uh, we got Glenn Tate, uh, and 1360 KHNC every Friday. Uh, he's on, uh, from, uh, 11 to noon, 11 to noon every Friday. You got to tune in for that. Uh, no one is better at, at, at prepping, at least that I know of, uh, than Glenn Tate. Uh, but let me tell you what we saw at Walmart last night. Now, we have, ready for this in Arizona, we have two cases. Two. One of which was a month plus ago, right? When they we've, uh, uh, when we brought the patients back from, from the epicenter there in China, a college student from ASU uh, had gotten the uh, coronavirus. Our first case since then. Uh, happened the other day. Uh, there are reports circulating that there is a third case, uh, and they're just waiting for confirmation. 
but we were at Walmart last night. There was zero rubbing alcohol. You know, and rubbing alcohol at Walmart is they've got like 30 facings of it. It takes like a whole shelf gone. Uh, the soup section was demolished. Toilet paper. Boy, toilet paper is hot, right? <laughs> there, there was some. If you didn't care about the brand, there was some toilet. The, the toilet paper aisle was 80% empty. Bleach, none. No bleach. Hand sanitizer, forget about it. Anything with any form of, uh, whether it was hand sanitizer, antibacterial, uh, and it gone. Just obliterated. Advil, Tylenol. The, the only uh, ibuprofen that was on the shelf was the little uh, small Advil PMs. And there was only like three or four of those. The rest of it, obviously, the, the Walmart brand, uh, the, the, the regular brand, all of it gone. Just just gone. Uh, and, and the water section was okay. There, it was, uh, there was definitely out of stocks on water as well, but, but there was at least water to be had uh, there at Walmart. And just really... Uh, kind of leads you to to where what uh, I've been talking about. It doesn't matter what you think about this virus. It doesn't. Whether you think it's fake news, uh, a hoax, uh, a conspiracy, uh, a a naturally occurring event, or a, a a full blown pandemic, right, and anything in between. What we have to do is judge what's happening. And uh, today we're going to go over major, major announcements coming out of Southwest and United Airlines. Uh, big announcements coming out of Amazon, Google, and Facebook. Uh, I won't even get into all the events now that have been canceled uh, just in the last 24 hours uh, and then of course obviously now the spread it used to be you know is okay it's on the west coast chicago and new york uh and now the 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 spread is starting to appear patriot radio news hour when we get back we'll talk about what the airlines are saying domestically when we return Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Another big day in gold. Gold's up another twenty. Sixteen sixty. Sixteen sixty one. Uh, remember Friday, uh, the woodshed beating that they gave it because they knew what they were going to do. Uh, gold. Gold was about sixteen forty five Friday. Uh, then it fell over seventy five dollars. Uh, now we look a few days later, gold 1660, 1661. Uh, silver uh, just over 1725, 1725, 1730. But let me give you silver guys some good news. Silver's back. In the first three days of March that, I, that I've been open, so Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I booked more Silver Eagles in these last three days leading up to today than I've booked 
in the last three months combined. The U.S. Mint. Now, they're not open on Sunday. But on Monday and Tuesday, the U.S. Mint said they had orders for 675,000 ounces of Silver Eagles. To To give you a little perspective, February, which was a leap year this year, the whole month was only 650000 My guess is, uh, and like I said, this was data from the 3rd, right? Today's the 5th. My guess is we've already gone over a million ounces of, of Silver Eagles in just the first week of March. Uh, that makes me nervous uh, because Silver Eagle sales have been slumping the last several years. And so the Mint has lowered production uh, we'll see if this continues, which I believe it will. Uh, don't be surprised if you're going to have extended wait periods on Silver Eagles uh, or possibly me telling you, hey, you can't book them. We'll see. We're not there yet, uh, but I, w- I do want to bring that uh, to light. This is a, a big, big shift uh, in Silver Eagle demand. Uh, that we haven't seen for several years now. I know the price doesn't, you know, you think about it, silver hasn't recovered, right? Silver's at 17 and a quarter. Uh, and before it got whacked uh, last Friday, we were talking about, you know, silver is closing in on $19. Uh, so people are definitely piling on the dips today. Uh, I actually have a silver item. We'll get to that a little bit later, but get ready, you silver buyers. I uh, got a good good deal for you coming later in the show. Let's talk about the virus. We got to because it's really dictating uh, what's happening financially uh, to your 401ks and your IRAs. And, and you're seeing people that uh, normally uh, don't prep prepping, which I think is great. You know, I never uh, believed that, that, you know, you should always have – a lot of this stuff on hand to begin with. Uh, but the stores, now this is the second time. So I was at Costco on Sunday. Remember, I told you about that. Uh, then Walmart uh, yesterday. Uh, and and what was funny was there wasn't that many people in Walmart. But a lot of people were, were uh, trying to do uh, what they should have had done a, a, a long time ago, and there's just not the product there. Uh, we'll see if you know if that trend can. I think it's going to. So today we got word that Nevada received its first case. Tennessee, New Jersey, several other states have these, and it's weird. Have you noticed how the U.S. is not very precise in telling us how many new cases? Here's what I can tell you. On Tuesday's show, we were talking about 80-some cases. Last night, we were up to 159. So Tuesday, 80-some, high 80s, 88, 89. Uh, Then yesterday, we were talking, we were above 100, like 106 uh, now it's a 159, right? And we're starting to see this ratcheting up. 
uh, of cases and, and now getting into places where I think it's going to be even more cancellations, uh, more events being canceled. United Airlines this morning, well, actually it was last night, said it was going to start cutting domestic flights. Now, we know the airlines have been cutting flights internationally. United said, hey, we're seeing a major change here in the United States. Airlines have already parked more than 1,000 planes as bookings have fizzled and concerns about the depressed demand could extend into the busy peak summer season. So this is the first we're kind of hearing about all of a sudden, hey, it's not over in March. It may not be over in April. It may be into the summer, and we, we'll still have problems. The carrier said Wednesday it plans to, uh, to store some wide-body jets and is offering staff unpaid leaves of absence in April. So, you know, they've got a pretty good union there, right? They're saying, hey, you got to give notice. All these things, so United being the first one. By the way, Southwest followed up later. Uh, they're, they're going to be, un, and this is the part that I've been warning you about. It's the unpaid stuff. That when this, when this virus, whether, again, it doesn't matter what you think it is or isn't, uh, if you're not getting paid, right, you got problems. Unpaid leave of absence in April. And it's funny how they're saying that they're offering this. Hey, we're, hey, Smuckatelli, how you doing? Hey, buddy, how about, we got a great deal for you. How about we offer you an unpaid leave of absence? What do you say? You down for that? I mean, Maybe this is how it works in the airline industry. I don't know. But, yeah, unpaid leaves of absence. The latest effort by airlines to mitigate the shock to the industry caused by the coronavirus. Other U.S. carriers have sought to stimulate demand by offering passengers the options of changing flights without penalties. Right? Hey, you're flying to one of those bad cities. How about fly to a different city? United says it's going to cut domestic capacity by 10% in April and by 20% on international flights uh, and and get ready, right? Now, uh, this was before uh, Las Vegas said, well, Nevada, I'm assuming Las Vegas, and I shouldn't, uh, that Nevada said uh, that it received its first case Uh, The same goes over in Tennessee and New Jersey today. But really, things developing quickly in Seattle. Obviously, one of the big outbreaks, right? When we look at cases, uh, Seattle uh, has the lead, right? They've got one of the biggest outbreaks. Uh, Oh, by the way, I didn't even talk about this. Another cruise ship. Have you heard? I don't want people to get confused. The latest headlines about this cruise ship has nothing to do with the cruise ship that was in Japan. Uh, This is a cruise ship that was, I'll say, domestic. 
There was a cruise that left from San Francisco in February. Uh, they sailed down, you know, down the coast and into Mexico. It was a longer cruise. People uh, got off of that cruise ship on the 21st of February. I believe now 10 of those passengers just tested positive for coronavirus. Now you think about it, they got off the the boat on the 21st. They didn't test positive till like March 3rd or 4th. In the meantime, that same boat reloaded, went on another cruise, right? And now all of a sudden, the the boat is, right? We got a Japan thing happening. The boat is uh, being recalled back to to California where I don't know what's going to happen, right? All these passengers are going to sit on there. Uh, if, if, if that doesn't, you know, that's just another hit, right? Now, people are going to cancel cruises. They just are. They're not going to go. I was planning on going on a cruise. Now, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Seattle, uh, last night, Amazon closed an office, asked for all eligible employees that could work from home to do so. That was followed by Google. They had to close an office. And when they closed an office, that means somebody that worked at that location has gotten the virus. Same thing, closed an office. Wants as many people as possible to work from home. Facebook, same thing. Now start thinking about what that means. What does that mean? Just those three announcements alone, 15, 20,000 people not driving to work. Let me tell you how long they want. They don't want them at the office for the whole month. Don't come to work. And you start thinking about Every day, you would get in your car, and you drove to work. Then you drive home from work. Maybe you'd go out for lunch with your, you know, with your coworkers. Or, or maybe you'd, you'd hit a happy hour after work, right? Something to that effect. Now, you're not driving at all. Probably not going, maybe, you know what, in the morning, you know how a lot of people do it in the morning. I don't, but a lot of people do. I get my morning, I get my Starbucks in the morning. Now maybe that doesn't happen. And I'm at home, I'll just make my own coffee. I I mean, I I don't know that, you know, some of the diehard Starbucks guy, you know, no, no, I got to go get it. But the rest, for a lot of people, that's it, right? Hey, I'm not eating out. I'm not driving my car. And I'm not going to happy hour. Think about... Uh, these are big, big operations. Every day, somebody's catering lunch. Every day, somebody's catering in, uh, you know, whether bagels or or uh, donuts or, or whatever it may be. All that stops. And, and, you know, Seattle, it's a major city. And you start thinking about, hey, they're not saying stay away for a week. Or two weeks, they're like, hey, don't come here for the whole month, and then we'll let you know. And here's the thing you don't hear about. How many contract workers do these companies have? I don't know the number, but I'm going to guess thousands. What happens to them? 
do they still get to work from home? Or does Google and Facebook and, and Apple say, hey, we don't got any work for you right now, but we'll call you. We'll call you later. You know, we'll, we'll call you when this thing passes. Are they going to be going without paychecks? And so this is, this is what it is, why, why you're seeing. Why is Wall Street being so volatile? And, and the answer really is because as this thing evolves, and again, it doesn't matter whether you think it's a big deal, not a big deal. Things are changing rapidly. Uh, the repo markets, the third day in a row, oversubscribed. And today was another one of those days. We had one of those special $20 billion uh, borrow the money for uh, it's either 14 or 28 days. Uh, the banks broke a record for demand for that type of liquidity. Uh, 3.6 times oversold. Uh, that was the, re the record was set two days ago at three and a half times oversold. Uh, banks were looking at, you know, they need hundreds of billions of dollars now. I don't know. It, it, none of that is great news. And, and it's something where I think you're going to see more, more, and more rate cuts, which is going to really drive gold to new record highs. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. One of conservatives' biggest weaknesses is also one of our biggest strengths. We tend to think the best of other people. We believe that if you get overbearing government out of the equation and have a society founded on Judeo-Christian values, that people will work towards what's best for their families and their community. We believe that when it comes to our electoral process, truth and justice ultimately prevail when we pit differing candidates against one another. The problem is that not everyone else shares our kind of optimism. From ranked choice voting to early voting to outright voter fraud, Democrats will try just about anything to get ahead in elections. If you want proof of this, look no further than the battleground state of Florida. Since Bush v. Gore in 2000, Florida has been a prime target for election trickery. In the most recent election cycle of 2018, pictures and videos surfaced of rental vehicles bringing in mysterious boxes as the votes were being counted. In 2016, a proposed amendment was left off some of the ballots in Broward County. On top of this, results were illegally posted before the polls were even closed. Even small acts of bias by election authorities can have a massive impact on the final outcome of key elections. If conservatives want to have a chance at electoral victory, we can't just fight for good candidates. We must also fight for a good process of elections. Poll watching is an easy way you can help. Just ask your local party organization how you can get involved and be a poll watcher. Also, don't forget to stand behind good conservative secretaries of state where you find them. I'm not talking about the federal secretary of state that travels around the world on America's behalf. I'm talking about your secretary of state or top election official. He's the one in charge of making sure elections are conducted decently and in order. Never underestimate the importance of a solidly conservative secretary of state. It may be one of the most important positions in some states. Election integrity is a vital part of our republic. If we can't trust our elections, virtually nothing else in politics matters. This election cycle, do your part to keep America free. 
by keeping elections fair. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin. The book, Phyllis Schlafly Speaks, reflects Phyllis at her best. With powerful words that deliver truth, bring clarity to controversial issues, and inspire action. For your free copy of Phyllis Schlafly Speaks, for radio listeners only, look for the link at phyllisschlafly.com or call 314-721-1213. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. J.P. Morgan yesterday threw in the towel. Uh, you know, and I watch these guys, and they make these calls, and and sometimes it's a head scratcher. But J.P. Morgan three times in late January, early to mid. February and again in late February told everybody to short U.S. Treasuries because they thought the yields were going to rise. Yesterday they came out and said, forget what we've said, (laughs) right? Of course, uh, the 10-year note right now, 0.93. The new record low now is 0.9, but right now 0.93, just a sad any American out there that is celebrating uh, the where the ten-year note is at has the wrong idea. Now it's great if you need to refinance your house. It is. It's great if you want to buy a home. It's literally useless for anything else. It doesn't help you with car loans. It uh, doesn't help you uh, with credit scores, right? It doesn't help you with your credit card. We know this. Definitely has no effect on the rates of interest that they charge your, on you on your credit cards, right? But the, the only two purposes, practical ones, that it serves is refinancing a home and or buying one. Right. Other than that, obviously, uh, if you're older and you're in the bond market, uh, you, you sliding yields, that's good. But what does it represent? And what it represents is the decline of our country. And there's nothing Donald Trump can do about it. The central banks have put us into this position, and I've been telling you, you know, think about what I told you on Friday. Don't be surprised if there's an emergency meeting. Remember, I told you. Don't be surprised. Now, I was off a day. I thought they'd do it on Sunday. They did it on Monday. And then the emergency 50 basis point rate cut. And then I gave you all the other times that they've had an emergency meeting. And it was only seven times. 
Think about it. You know, the central bank's been around since 1913, and only seven times have they had these emergency meetings. You know, and a lot of them make sense, right? The crash there in 87, long-term capital in, in the 90s, right? Uh, the 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 ending of the dot com the bu- bubble well actually nine eleven uh, the emergency meeting the financial crisis the emergency meeting right and now we had this emergency rate cut meeting on Monday and you're thinking about think about the examples I just gave you the crash of eighty seven that was painful right. The, the the ending of, of uh, WorldCom, that was a big deal, right? You think about, you know, we had events like uh, Lehman Brothers going out of business, right? You know, stuff like that. Uh, 9-11, right? These are, are huge events. And this just gives you an idea of what the data really is looking like. Because most of the data we get, it's old, it's out of date, and... Uh, it's very misleading because they seasonally adjust everything. We won't really get uh, the true scope of what's happening for quite some time uh, because they, by design, they always want to make the data appear better than what it is. Uh, but J.P. Morgan yesterday agrees with me because I've already, what did I tell you? What else have I told you? Don't be surprised. If we get a rate cut in the meeting in two weeks, if we don't get it then, I'm, I'm certain we'll see it in April. And don't be surprised if it's another 50 points. Don't be surprised to see gold running to new all-time highs. Because essentially what the central bank is telling us is the money in your wallet, which you think is in your wallet, and I don't care if it's in paper or if it's in your electronic credit cards and debit cards, isn't worth what they claim it to be. They say that the inflation rate is 1.6%. So in other words, you would need a yield on the bonds to be at least that for the money to not lose value if you were saving it. In other words, you needed 1.6% interest just to break even. Today, what they're telling you is Hey, you're losing money. This is why gold's rallied. I mean, look at what has happened to your paper assets. And then look at what has happened to gold, right? Gold's right near uh, the seven-year highs, right? Outside of that one uh, coordinated bushwhacking on Friday, which it's completely recovered from, Right? Gold keeps you whole. That's what its job is. Right? And, and right now, the central bank has set, set the stage. And, and think about it. Australia's already acted. We've reacted. Canada reacted. 
The ECB's got a meeting next week. They're going to react. Same thing with the central bank there in Japan. Uh, it's more economic easing. Uh, the repo markets are just being steamrolled. Uh, quantitative easing is going to have to pick up. There's just no way this thing's coming to an end uh, in a nice fashion. But now they're deliberately on a course to setting your money on fire. Every day that goes by and this continues, and everybody's talking about, hey, we're going. And well, and again, I told you last year, we're going to zero. When that they started that mid-cycle adjustment, right, I laughed. Right, The economy has been slowing down for the last nine months. And they keep saying, oh, well, the turnaround, it's coming, right? It's coming. Now, no, the, the turn, you know what the turn came? And obviously, corona, it was coronavirus. It's got to do with it. But it looks like, it feels like recession to me because every other time they've had an emergency meeting, that's exactly what we've gotten. Is this time going to be different? No. The only thing that's different this time is the interest rates are devastated. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's up twenty plus sixteen sixty two. Silver is higher as well now seventeen dollars and thirty cents. Uh, earlier in the program, I told you we, we've got a great silver offering today. Uh, it's on half-dollar rolls. I, I've got 200 rolls of half-dollars. Uh, regular price is $155 a roll. Today, save 10 bucks a roll. So that's a big savings on uh, half-dollar rolls a hundred and forty five dollars a roll uh, that's seven point one five ounces of silver that's twenty silver half dollars uh it's the it just the cheapest way to buy silver you know we talked about silver eagle demand all of a sudden just a rocket ship uh in the last four to five days. Uh, in March. Matter of fact, the first two days, Monday and Tuesday alone, the U.S. Mint took more orders for Silver Eagles in the first two days of March than it did for the whole month uh, of February. Uh, I've seen the exact same thing here at Patriot. I, I, I said earlier in the show, I've actually booked more cases of Silver Eagles in the first three days of this week than I did in the last three months combined. Uh, today I got half dollar rolls on sale. It's cheaper, uh, cheaper per ounce, a lot closer to spot than silver Eagles. They're $145 a roll. We've got 200 rolls at 800-951-0592. Uh, the Dow's down, uh, fluctuating now down 650, uh, to 670, uh, J.P. Morgan, just to finish with them, they're now saying first half GDP growth. They think we're going to miss it. We're going to miss a recession, and we're going to get uh, half of a percent GDP growth. So not 2%, not 3%, uh, 
uh, 0.5%. I don't know the logic. I don't. Right? But all I know is we've had six emergency rate meet, uh, federal central bank meetings before this one. Uh, Monday's was the seventh. Every one of those, we went into a recession. And I think that's exactly what we're going to see again this time around. Uh, coronavirus today, and, and it, it's in 19 states. Uh, you heard from United. We've heard from Facebook. We've heard from Amazon. We've heard from Google. Uh, the Pentagon now announcing that they believe that they may have as many as 12 people uh, with the virus. Uh, they're monitoring whatever that means. Uh, and so you start looking at what's to come. This is why what I'm telling you uh, is today a good day to buy. Yep, sure is. Because your money's not, not only is your money not paying you interest, it's costing you. It's so far below their fake inflation number, and it's so far below the real inflation number uh, remember what I told you yesterday about the ports in Long Beach, right? So they're laying off. United says, hey, we're going to offer unpaid leave to <laughs> to our people. right? Hey, instead of us just firing you, how about unpaid leave, right? And, and uh, all of the contract workers and, and with Google and Amazon and the like, right, uh, offices being shut right now, all the – all the offices of the tech companies, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, Amazon, in Seattle are closed. Uh, they're closed for the rest of the month. Uh, several of the buildings need to be completely disinfected. Uh, California just announced that that cruise ship I was telling you about, they are not even allowed to dock. Uh, they they said that they won't allow the cruise ship to dock. Uh, right now, they're saying every single passenger needs to be tested. Uh, my guess is we're going to see a big spike uh, in cases from this cruise ship because we remember what happened on the last cruise ship. Uh, so this thing is just going to keep getting worse and worse. And these companies, whether whether we agree with what they're doing or not, is irrelevant. We got to react to what they are doing, uh, and if Nevada, you know, I, and and I just worry about Nevada right, right now because I'm like, boy, if Las Vegas, you know, I remember after 9/11 when Las Vegas was closed. I remember after the the housing crash when Las Vegas was closed, and and how devastating it was for right the whole economy. It really was. Uh, and, and now, uh, with case, uh, case, their first case there, I'm sure it's going to happen. I'm sure, uh, we're going to be looking at, you know, think about this, this time next week, I, I'm assuming tomorrow, I'm going to tell you there's about 200 cases, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, but what about next week? Are we going to be talking about, Hey, there's a thousand cases here in the United States. I mean, it's a possibility. I hope not, but if it is, right, this, that's, all, that's a game changer. Uh, right now, it's now officially in 19 states, so not quite half of the country. Uh, but like I said, today, we just picked up three or four more states uh, today alone. Uh, so be smart. Just like you know, it's no different. 
than than preparing at home. You know, we know we got to have water. Uh, you have the emergency food, right? You got to have your gold and your silver. Uh, for whatever reason, it made me you. Maybe you're a casualty. Maybe you're going to get laid off. Right? Hey, I can sell back some gold and silver, get some income, and hopefully have enough income to where the this virus eventually dies out and I can get back to work. Or, you know, heaven forbid it goes the other way and it's just everything shut down and you need uh, rubbing alcohol or, you know, penicillin or whatever. These silver half dollars are great. Uh, tradable, barterable material. $145 a roll. We're going to be back with a op-ed in China about pharmacy drugs. 800-951-0592. Silver half-dollar rolls uh, will get to you in the order that you call. They're $145 a roll. There's 20 Half dollars in the roll. That's ten dollars face value. Seven point one five ounces of silver, saving ten dollars a roll at one hundred and forty-five dollars. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I just want to bring this up. Xinhu uh, News. They're like a hit piece in China for the Chinese media. There was an article written. Uh, Today, the article titled Be Bold, the world owes China a thank you, right? Yes, thank you for coronavirus. Yeah, thanks a lot. But in the article, and this was an op-ed, the author writes about pharmaceutical drugs. And writes about how the United States, how they've treated China. And how they've inflicted pain on China with the trade wars. And then, of course, uh, the president who, you got to give him credit, shut down travel to China. I thought he should have done it, you know, maybe uh, three, four, five days earlier than he did. But he was one of the first shut down all air travel into China. Suggested that China and Chinese companies that produce 80% of medicines consumed in the United States simply start withholding medicines from the U.S. or to the U.S. Now, do I think that's going to happen? I don't. I hope not. But the fact that, you know, let's face it, the Chinese government doesn't let anything happen without their permission. The fact that he put it out there, should pharma companies, oh, this was a great one. Wouldn't you be, shouldn't they disclose to us what's, what of their drugs is manufactured in China? Here's the problem, 80%, okay? You can do the math. There's a good chance if you're on some form of a medication, it comes out of China. And whether it's all done there or a key ingredient's made there, right, you can't, the drug won't exist if China does it, isn't involved in it. And now they're writing in one of their big newspapers, hey, you know, 
the United States been jerks to us, and and look at how great of a job we've done with this virus, and and uh, you know what? Maybe we should just not give them their pharmaceuticals. I mean, this is this is real, whether we believe it or not. It, it, I mean, I, all I can do is I don't read Chinese, so all I can do is go by uh, what the transactions or the translations are in the Chinese press, but that was what they were talking about. It's exactly what they were talking about, and this is something where the FDA is kind of like the central bank. The central bank doesn't tell us which banks are at the repo auctions. Wouldn't you like to know? Right? Wouldn't you like to know if it's possible? Anyway, thought I'd throw that out there. Wait, wait, great day to end this Thursday. Uh, Dow's down over 700 points again. Uh, U.S. silver pre-1965 half dollar rolls, $145 a roll. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back on Friday. This program was sponsored by the Patriot Trading Group.